0: Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So a bit of a different format for the video today. And yes, there will be a giveaway in this video as well as a face reveal, sort of. And that's what I want to start off with before I get to the topic of how to bury your precious metals uh, in a safe manner. I want to talk about this giveaway as well as a really important announcement. And that is that I have started a new channel that is totally unrelated to precious metals it's called time capsule central okay and there's a link below in the description to my latest video to be entered into the giveaway you have to subscribe to the channel and comment on that video that's it link below in the description to the video comment and subscribe and you're entered in the giveaway but wait there's more to this as well and I'll get to the prizes here in just a second additionally there's another link below in the description if you want to get an extra entry into this giveaway you can go to my facebook page find my latest video which again is linked below in the description and like that page and share that video now you'll need to comment on the original video on my facebook page in order to be entered comment with your youtube username and i I promise i I have no interest in knowing your secret identity who you guys are behind your usernames it's it's interesting me and whatnot just like it'll be interesting for you guys to see my face on this other youtube channel again if you want to see it it's it's in that link down below but that's going to be how you get another way to enter into the uh, uh, contest because I want to use Facebook as a platform for this new channel as well. Again, if, if you aren't feeling comfortable giving up your identity, that's totally fine as well. I mean, it's not that big of a deal to me, but I understand that for many people it's a very sensitive topic and I'm not going to push you guys on it. That's why I'm giving you two different ways to enter. Now, getting to the prizes. Today, I'll be talking about how to bury your precious metals using this container right here as well as this one right here. Now, the prize for this, there's gonna be two different ones. First place prize is going to be this container right here, made, made out of 18-8 eight, uh, grade stainless steel, which is uh, one of the more corrosive resistant steels. Fairly large, has an airtight seal, we'll be going over this here in a second, as well as a one ounce American Silver Eagle. In addition to that, you're gonna get a whole kit that will help you put together either a time capsule or a silver slash gold preservation kit, including vinyl gloves. I'm pretty sure these are vinyl versus uh, latex or something like that. Vinyl gloves, uh, silicone sealant, in addition to, to the watertight or the airtight seal that's already on this container. Silica packets, this is a big one. I'm not gonna open this up and this is a pretty, uh, uh, not see-through, it's a, you know, the amber tinted jar, but uh, oxygen absorbers. I'll be adding those as well. Again, I won't open it because they're just gonna uh, use up some of their ability to absorb oxygen through the, the air that would enter in there. Archival grade pen, meaning it uses a pigment type uh, ink that will likely outlast uh, the purposes for your time capsule or your 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 uh, um, silver or gold storage. as well as this it's a hundred percent cotton uh, archival grade paper, meaning again, it will, probably outlast you as well as your children, great-grandchildren, etc. as long as you store it correctly and you use things like oxygen absorbers, a proper seal, uh, uh, moisture absorbers, etc. So that's gonna be the first place prize. Second place prize is gonna be exactly the same, except it's gonna be this slightly smaller container, circular, so maybe less convenient for precious metals, and there's not gonna be a one ounce uh, American Silver Eagle included in there as well. There will not be that included. So first place prize, second place prize, plus all this, minus, the Eagle and obviously this container. So that's going to be the two prizes here. And and the cool thing about this is if you're kind of thinking like, well, you know, that'd be cool and all, but I don't plan on burying my precious metals, that's fine. Because honestly, these work really well for indoor storage as well, right? Throw them in your Tupperware cabinet, throw them in your safe, wherever it is. And they're airtight, you can use things like silica and oxygen absorbers to further preserve those. Now, for generic gold, generic silver, that's not that big of a deal, especially indoor, you know, a little bit of, of, of tarnish or whatever, uh, never really hurt the value of a bar. In fact, if anything, it increases the value of some of those older, uh, more generic, what used to be a more generic bar. But for those of you that are interested in things like numismatics, semi-numismatics and whatnot, you know that the preservation of those against the elements, whether it's an oxidizing uh, acid or material or whatever, is much more important than just with generic stuff, as well as uh, against uh, moisture, against uh, oils, etc. So all of this will be included in both of those for that reason, whether it's indoor storage, outdoor storage, or whatever you want to do with it. Now, again, if you wanna enter, there's a link below in the description to my new channel. You gotta comment and subscribe. As well as a link to my Facebook page, the video that I would like you to share, as well as, again, you know like the page and, and comment on it with your YouTube username so that you can be entered into the contest. Or you know if you don't, um, you can comment your actual name as well, but of course, you probably don't want people on YouTube knowing your actual name. So getting to the main topic here. Burying Silver Underground. I have a uh, tube of an almost full tube of American Silver Eagles right here. Why would somebody choose to bury precious metals underground in the first place? That's a great question. Well, first of all, it's a good way to hide them, right? If you're discreet about it, if you hide in a place where people are unlikely to dig and unlikely to do things like uh, place, I don't know, fiber optic cable or gas lines or power lines and where people are unlikely to do things like um, um, metal detect, then it can be a very effective tool. and a safe tool in fact this goes back to a video that i watched uh, a fair bit ago uh, from from chris duane and and his channel truth never told and he's talking about how he he he's a huge advocate for not storing your precious metals in your house and it's not so much that you're not going to be able to protect them from from somebody from stealing them right i think hiding precious metals whether it's in the walls in plain sight or placing them in a very sturdy safe those are all very viable options and you know, if, you, if you're thoughtful about it and you, you're careful about who you're telling about it, then yes, you can hide them from, from uh, uh, individuals that might want to take them. It's more so from a safety perspective, that if somebody wants to get in your house because they know you have silver or gold there, uh, considering the value of silver and gold and, and what their value might be in the future, you're putting yourself as well as your family at risk. And so keep it out of your physical possession but also not in the possession of something like a vault a bank etc because obviously we know the problems with that as well if you don't hold it you don't own it and buried a couple feet underground in your backyard your back 40 wherever it is is pretty darn close especially if you're the only one that knows where it is so that's kind of why somebody might choose to bury their precious metals now i want to get into how to do it now? There's a lot of different ways to do it. There's a lot of different materials that you can use. Now, what I've chosen here is stainless steel. And as far as metals go, this is one of probably the best metal that you can use as a container. Now, there's more corrosion-resistant steel. It's it's usually more expensive, harder to find, etc. This is uh, 18, meaning 18%. Uh, I think it's uh, uh, chromium and 8%, 8% uh, nickel uh that's what those numbers stand for oftentimes also could be called uh 304 grade 304 stainless steel now there's more corrosion resistant but stainless steel in general either either 304 or 316 is your best bet as far as metal goes if you're getting into things like aluminum or tin or or just some other you know, base metals galvanized metals and whatnot um, those can be suitable for above ground storage but underground especially long-term if you want to have more peace of mind. Stainless steel is kind of the way to go. With that being said, that's not the only option. So for instance, I'm using this jar right here for storage of these oxygen absorbers, but glass is maybe the most ideal material. Up there with maybe, I don't know, ceramic or something. The problem with glass is that it's fragile. A lot of glasses are fragile, but glasses, very effective at keeping out the elements. If you have a good seal on top, whether that's a stainless steel cover, I mean, the seal is really important on all these things. For instance, the silicone seal here is likely going to be the failure point on this, I would guess, versus the metal itself. (laughs) Same thing goes for glass, right? So glass is a good option, but you might want to consider either a very strong glass. I know there's a website called Infinity Jars that makes very strong glasses. It's just not super convenient for storing metals. Or some other sort of barrier that's going to keep it intact For example, I mean what if you have them, you know, say numismatics or somebody numismatics that you're storing in a jar underground and For the duration of them being stored underground, it stays intact But then when you go and take it up you dig a little too deep The shovel goes into it and then busts it and now they're exposed to the elements now It could be worse. They could be sitting in the elements for years, but that's kind of the downside to glass. Now, plastic is a good option as well. You have to be careful to stay away from certain plastic plastics, notably PVC. PVC can be a great uh, barrier, it can be a great container, but should never be used as the interior, most interior container. What I mean by that is, if you do wanna use jar, a jar, or a glass jar or something that's airtight, then yeah, go for it. Throw it in the PVC. Now, understand that PVC, because of its chloride content, when it breaks down, does break down things like stainless steel. Chloride is the enemy of stainless steel in many ways. And so you're gonna have to find an appropriate way to to seal it, all right, and and protect that stainless steel or whatever metal you're using. But as an interior container, PVC does break down and can cause oxidization of metals as well as other uh, uh, things that you might have in your container. Other types of plastics can be effective. Now, the longevity of them is not always super well understood. Exactly what type of plastic is being used and not just what's written on the plastic or what it's graded as But what it actually is is not always super clear even with you know the stainless steel Now I'm pretty confident. that This is eighteen eight stainless steel. It's a very common food grade steel. This one bought off of Amazon Was graded as 316 stainless steel one of the few ones out there that gets that grade that means it has a uh, amount of content that is uh, an element called molybdenum molybdenum it's a big word but basically it helps protect it against corrosion especially uh, chloride co- corrosion i'm kind of doubtful that it's actually 316 steel. i'm it's probably 304 it could be 316 but i'm doubtful same thing goes for plastics you have got to be careful about what type of plastics you're using and more ba- barriers barriers than one is not always a bad decision. For example, look at my video over on my other channel, Time Capsule Central. I made a thousand-year time capsule over there using a stainless steel container. Now, does a stainless steel container, is it going to survive a thousand years on its own underground? I wasn't so sure about that. So what I did is I put it in a five-gallon bucket and encased it in concrete. Now, with the buckets resistance the plastic bucket as well as the concrete i think it gives a much better chance of surviving an extended period of time now there's other materials that you can use as well you know really cheap things like like tin or aluminum thin plastics whatever those are really something you want to stay away from obviously i I think it goes without saying using things like like wood uh or 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 you know rocks bricks stuff like that is Maybe not the best materials, the best solution for long-term underground storage. Uh, But basically, you know, if I were to give you a quick guide, now I'm not actually going to bury these eagles today, but basically what you want to do is you want to, A, what I should be doing is probably wearing gloves if I want to protect the metals themselves, but you want to open it up, you want to put your metals inside, you want to put whatever else you want inside there, oxygen absorbers silica packets, anything else you want to keep for a long period of time, preserve the wealth of, right? A lot of this is true for things like if you wanted to store firearms or ammo or, or survival caches underground. A lot of the same stuff is true. Uh, throw it all in there. Use a an appropriate sealant, such as this. This is from Loctite, a clear silicone. Basically what I'd be using this for is, is this already has a silicone seal here, but to put it around that as well to further Uh, uh, prevent anything from getting in and you basically lock it in right Um, and and that's that I mean it's you you have to wait for this to cure which which you know it varies from product to product but once you've closed it up it's it's pretty good to go now you know the next decision is going to be where you bury it and that's a really important topic as well first of all it has to be somewhere that only you and those that you absolutely trust your spouse or, or whoever else knows where it is Okay? And, and you don't need to write a treasure map, right? If anything, the best course of action would probably be to write down the GPS coordinates of where you buried it, as well as just very simple instructions uh, for its relation to other notable landmarks, whether that's a tree, whether that's a building or something that may be there for long periods of time. But understand that you know, even GPS coordinates aren't that accurate if you're just using something like your phone, uh, trees, buildings, all those things can move, change over time. Maybe not move so much, but, but certainly change. Be chopped down, burned down, etc. So understand that you might use a metal detector in the future to to dig it up. In addition to that, uh, you also want to place it somewhere where people are unlikely to dig without you knowing. Somewhere in your backyard, your back forty, in a forest somewhere. Uh, if it's somewhere where people may be placing things like gas lines, electric lines, fiber optic cables, etc. Uh, That's not the worst case scenario. Just understand that you're gonna have to dig that up before they dig there And and that's another important topic is you want to make sure that the site that you're choosing to dig to to place it is (laughs) That that you're not gonna hit one of those cables hit one of those lines because that's you know, that's really worst case scenario So choose a safe site Uh, As far as depth goes, you know, that really varies And, and I think you'd get a lot of different opinions here the deeper is usually the better, but it also is gonna make it more challenging to find. So for instance, if it's eight feet deep or six feet deep, or even four feet deep versus two feet deep, uh, and, and you dig and, and you're not quite right on the money the first time around, you're gonna have to dig to the side or, or whatever. And that, that, that can be a very arduous process. It depends on how quickly you want to be able to get it. If you have all day, all week, then no biggie, especially considering the value of the contents themselves. Um, but if you need to get to it in a hurry, burying it more shallow is maybe a better idea. The frost line is also an important consideration as well now metals especially when when humidity isn't a concern because of the silica packets frost and, and and freezing for metals is not that big of a deal but some people might choose to place it below the frost line so up here in northern minnesota that's pretty deep <laughs> i mean some winters i would expect the frost line to extend six feet eight feet underground and uh, on in, in some very cold days and so it's pretty hard to get that deep but, but if you live somewhere like like, you know, Alabama <laughs> Texas Florida uh, It's gonna be a different story now speaking of a place like Florida depending on where you are in Florida You have to also be mindful of groundwater now if you live near a swamp burying it Under the water line or the water table You're gonna maybe increase the risk of water infiltration or corrosion now that doesn't mean it's going to absolutely happen but you also have to keep that in mind right what is the water table in your area many areas is very very deep however if you are in an area that experiences a large amount of of salt water and chloride uh, um, water chlor- uh, chloride and water chlorine and water in that area that's going to eat away at this much quicker so i'm talking about coastlines i'm talking about areas that experience coastal flooding that may have some of that leach further down or close to roads up here in the north that experience heavy salting in the winter i don't know exactly what elements they use for all the road salts these days but i imagine that some of them do contain uh chloride as well as maybe some other salts that maybe you don't want to get close to to this container and so that's another consideration coastal flooding uh maybe consider somewhere else now the best case scenario if if you really want to be sure about this and have peace of mind, you want to bury it in a fairly dry place, right? I think of somewhere like the American Southwest, right? Uh, you know, Las Vegas or or Arizona, New Mexico, parts of California. That's really ideal, dry, arid. Uh, you're going to have a much much longer uh, life expectancy for this container. I mean. You know, I think of this in terms of, of time capsules to some extent. You know, how long can one stand underground? And and for a container like this, I think in a in a somewhat moist soil up here in Minnesota, dealing with some different um, things like like frost and whatnot, I think 50 years is reasonable. Maybe even well beyond that. Um, in, in in a coastal area, I'd be worried about putting it underground for a couple of years, right? Uh, with with um, near near salt water. And and, and and I should say, I don't know exactly how much of that salt water always passes down to the soil or how much it's absorbed in the soil, but either way, you have to be careful about that. Um, I know that that uh, some groundwater is, I guess, brinier than others. Uh, but but somewhere like the American Southwest or, or just a very dry, arid climate, uh, bearing something like this underground, <laughs> we're talking decades and decades and decades, Uh before you know, for, for something like storing precious metals for yourself or your children, your grandchildren, I'm fairly confident that it would survive that. The only thing that I'd be somewhat weary about, leery about, is maybe, you know, the silicone seal, maybe some extra sealant, whether that's some sort of a, a uh, weld, um, like a JB weld versus an actual uh, electrical weld joining the two metals together, something like that. Um, to provide an extra barrier, as well as just extra containers. But, you know, that's kind of my idea for time rating, um, as well as, you know, another really important, uh, I think, consideration is disguising it. Because over a long period, potentially decades, depending on where you're burying it, potential for something like metal detectors is, is very high, right? Whether it's people looking for long-lost uh, uh, pipes or... Uh, uh, gas cables, fiber optic cables, etc., uh, using those types of technologies to, to locate those or just people that metal detect as a hobby, they, they might come in your property, they might come to wherever you buried it and, and find it there. So I think disguising it is is very important as well. Now there's a lot of different ways you can do that. You can scatter the ground with a ton of scrap metal, nails, old coins, whatever, right? And that, eventually he's gonna get them to, to constantly dig from all these little holes all over and, and find that it's mostly junk, it's not that big of a deal, and, and maybe that signal from four feet under, six feet under of steel or whatever, it shows up on the metal detector is not necessarily worth investigating because it's probably just junk. Another idea, I think again, I think I heard this from, from Chris Wayne is, is somebody puts it on their back 40, and, and what, if, what else do people put on their back 40? Uh, old cars right old broken down cars that will never be driven again and that's what i think somebody did with theirs is they buried it right under that right a really easy way to disguise it and there's plenty of other ones you know if you're doing this for long term put it under something like a concrete slab especially if it's if it's in a way that maybe you can get into it from the side or or you plan on moving that slab at some point in the future uh again that's a very potential that's very good uh option especially if you're storing a ton i mean if you're packing this full of gold or even silver the value of that silver or gold in the future uh, is, is well worth uh, removing a concrete slab. Options like that. Um, disguising it where it's very unlikely to be found or dug up by uh, uh, prying eyes, right? And, and then the final piece I, I should add to this is secrecy. Secrecy around bearing it, right? This enables you to maybe, maybe be a little bit more open about owning precious metals. If you tell people when, you, when you're talking to them, look, yeah, I own precious metals and, and I trust you and all, that's why I'm talking to you about this, but. I would never keep them in my house, right? Never keep a large amount of them in my house. Just giving them the message that, yeah, this, this house should never ever be a target of yours for that reason. Uh, they're not there, you're not gonna find anything. You can tell them where you put them, you can say that you store them off-site, not in a bank, not in a, uh, a vault or anything, but off-site, and, and leave it at that. Um, you can tell them that you buried it in a top secret location, whatever it is. Uh, But that gives you a little bit more freedom to to talk about it and also some peace of mind in terms of safety never mind the peace of mind for the metals peace of mind for the safety of you and your family because you know that the likelihood of them coming into your house taking your metals etc or or hurting you guys is decreased so if you have any questions about this i'd love to hear them down below in the comment section Um, again Going back to the giveaway, I really appreciate your guys' support. You know, I just recently topped 19,000 subscribers here on YouTube. And I, you know, what I would love is to top maybe 300, 500 on that other channel uh, uh, just from this one video. Now, this, I should add, the subscriber giveaway, it, it ends a week from now. I'll put that in the description because I totally forgot to mention at the beginning. It ends a week from now. And I'd love to top 500, even 1,000 subscribers in that time span, because I imagine a lot of you guys are going to be pretty keen to not only get your hands on this, but also to finally see Matt from Silver Fortune's face. So look forward to that on the other channel. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.